Welcome to Roll Call with Ramona. I'm your host, Ramona Singh, and today we have Robin Singh, Principal at District 7 Digital, a Toronto-based digital marketing website design and SEO company, essentially design creative boutique. Robin, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. We're very excited to talk to you. I know you've launched the company since 2012, so it's been a while. You know, in the industry, you've seen probably a lot of different changes over this entire time. What inspired you to get into this industry? Uh, well, at the time, I was, I believe I was 20 years old when I was looking for, uh, pretty much I was working at a full-time uh, call center. Um, at the time, I was doing really great in sales, but I was kind of getting bored of what I was doing. And I've already done a couple of other entrepreneurial things like... Um, I used to uh, buy and sell cars, for example, and I used to used to um, import HID lights, well, which is no longer needed because most cars have them now. But I used to import them from China um, and then sell them. And then I realized I didn't want to do products anymore. I didn't want to sell products. I wanted to do something else as a service that doesn't cost money to like start up. Um, and so I just sat down and thought, what what are my skills? What can I do? What am I good at? And I've always been good at you know working with the computer, design, just a bunch of different things. I've always been in front of a computer since a young age. Um, so I just sat and I just brainstormed, what can I do? I've always liked, you know, the internet. I've always liked websites. I've always liked browsing the internet. Um, and that was the main thing that came to my head. I was like, I can do this. I felt like I could, I've done little things like this before, um, for other people. Um, you already know Ramona, I've already pretty much done things like this since I was a kid. So I just decided, Hey, let's try to make this into a business. That's basically what we did. Um, but at that point, I had to find some partners to make things happen um, because I didn't. I know that this is a big responsibility and I don't have all the skill sets possible to make these things happen. So I had to go look for a couple of people that would help me out on this journey, which I did, very helpful. And along the way, things changed, but um, we're on a good track right now. Well, that sounds amazing. It's great that you went through that entire you know process at such an early age because most people you know, don't know what they like or what they're passionate about, like until much later. So it's good that you learned early on, you're not, you know, even though you're good at something, it may not be your passion. And to like differentiate between the two is actually very important. And, you know, and I guess people that wait a lot longer to make that leap or that jump from, you know, being successful at something, but not really enjoying it, the longer they wait, the harder it gets because then they have, you know, bills and, you know, debt and, you know, responsibilities. So it's amazing that you did all of this at such a young age. Yeah, I mean, that was one of the big things as well. Um, I feel like if I was to do that now at this age, it would have been much more harder. Um, not even including this COVID situation, right? If it was, if I was right now, if I was 29 years old and I was working somewhere, it would be much difficult for me rather than when I was 20 because you don't have as much responsibilities then, right? You're just just trying to figure out life. Um, and uh, I always knew that when I was starting District 7 Digital, which is, you know, a digital marketing company, um, I always knew that this is going to be something that's going to help me, not just for this business, but in my other ventures in the future as well. I, I, I never, I thought that this was going to be my gateway into other things, which, which it essentially is because I've gotten to so many other things doing this, right? Um, but I always knew that this was just going to be a gateway into bigger things. Absolutely. And how about um, like at the time when, you know, we're going back about like nine years when you got, you know, really interested in this and decide to pursue it, you know, what tools were available to you then for you to see what the industry is like, you know, learn how to do things. I mean, like what was available, the landscape? 
So back then, um, we just try to do anything. Um, so I even try to, I even called some of the competitors and acting as if I was some, you know, some company and trying to just see how they would do it. You know, how they would consult with me and figure things out. Um, I would request quotes just to see price points. I would do a lot of YouTube, uh, a lot of research just to see how things are done, the best practices in these industries, just a whole bunch of research. The internet pretty much trained me for this, you know, like I, I, I just, anything that I didn't know, I just had to Google and then find four or five different sources of that specific situation just to find out like what's the best way I can make this work. And also even my past experiences, like when I was working at the call centers and stuff, the sales part, I, I always felt like that came naturally to me, but um, it was just the processes that were hard because I've never, it was a new venture and I've never worked at a, a place that does this, this kind of work, right? Like District 7 Digital. So the process and all those things had to be just meticulous research and putting it together and, and pretty much refining it and rinse and repeat. Yeah, I mean, that's real entrepreneur spirit when you can be a self-starter and, you know, learn on your own and understand what you don't know, right? I mean, these things like school doesn't teach you uh, to, like to solve these problems day to day operationally and everything else in between so that's that's amazing to hear so now you know it's now this day and age you know post covid a lot of businesses are understanding that they need to have online presence like the brick and mortar stores that had to close down for the few months um you know earlier this year or anybody who really wants to create their brand and make sure this brand awareness needs to be online so i mean what are some of the challenges that some of the businesses, you know, face that you've come across that, you know, have contacted you that you, you know, weren't able to reach out to maybe before because they didn't see the value in being online. Yeah. So uh, initially when this whole pandemic started, I'd say maybe the first month, it, it, it kind of died out a little bit, uh, I guess, because everyone was just unsure of what was going to happen. So they took a little break, you know, they all, everyone just stopped working and everyone had to kind of quarantine themselves. So there was a little moment where it was kind of like, okay, so, you know, leads are not as much but soon after i'd say just a month after you know when people started uh, after the quarantine i guess they realized that they need to get their business going um i'm reading a lot of places i'm seeing a lot of things that even right now people are not sure um even in the next year or so it might even be worse than what it is right now but there are people that are searching for different means to get their business online so that they're not just a brick and mortar store or a retail store storefront that just you know welcomes people to walk in they want to sell their products online or their services and most of these people that are reaching out to us, it's more of, uh, it's not the fact that it's different industries reaching out to us. It's just more, more leads coming in. Um, we've always got different types of industries. Um, it's just the fact that more companies are coming in and their main inquiry is we need to be more online. I want to sell my products and services online. How can we make it so that I get more business online? That's the leads that we're getting mostly, which, which I mean, this is what, you know, I've been saying for years, people have to do this. I mean, this is even without COVID, this is the direction we're heading. Um, it's going to be online majority of time. Like look at Uber Eats and all these delivery places. People are not going to stores all the time to get what they want. They know what they want. They did the research online. They just want to get it. That's it. Um, yeah. I mean, as far as leads, the, the amount has gone up significantly. We've gotten, you know, many different types of industries that we've worked with in the past and maybe some that we haven't. Um, but the main thing is, is that, the leads that we're getting now is more people concerned about their business online. And then when we do take a look at their website and where they're at, they're far off. You know, that's why they're trying to get to where they need to be. So you have a combination of people who have not been online that are getting online for the first time and others that have previously been online, but they need to optimize their website and they need to look at all the different ways to connect and reach their consumer base. Is that 
what's happening. That's correct. Yeah. And a lot of guys are actually trying to, a lot of companies, they want to be able to have these consultations with their clients rather than on uh, in person, they'll do it over zoom or they'll have some sort of uh, plugin on their website where they can do the chatting through the website itself. So little things like that, they're just trying to get accustomed to this current situation. Um, and yeah, that's what we're there for. So it's great. Now you get online, you create your website. How do you get noticed? How do you, you know, drive traffic to your website? How do you raise awareness for your brand? I mean, you know, what are some of the things that these companies have to do to accomplish that? Well, some of the things that we uh, suggest to our, our, uh, our clients are basically we do a full audit on their website in their current situation. Uh, you'd be surprised a lot of guys are still just relying on the old methods because you know they may not want to or they may not have the budget to invest in a whole new online presence uh, but i strongly recommend it to every single customer that we do talk to um, and if they can't we also recommend them to go to shopify or somewhere else and we'll give them some tips but a lot of guys uh it really does depend on the industry we, there's not one foolproof uh, strategy um, it usually does come down to an audit depending on what their competitors are doing what their budget's like but um, one thing that I found very, very, very useful uh, for majority of companies is AdWords. Um, AdWords is a powerful tool. I've seen it just change businesses like it's nothing. I've seen people who were just doing word of mouth and now they're closing 100K plus just do AdWords. Um, and that's, 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 that's good, right? Having a 100K extra revenue stream from a different Absolutely. source, from a different channel, right? Like that's amazing compared to previous years when they didn't do that. So, so what is it? one of the big ones. I would, sorry, go ahead. No, sorry to interrupt. You were saying? That's one of the bigger ones, PPC. Uh, SEO, I mean, that's huge as well, but it really depends on how saturated the market is. Um, if there's like 100,000 guys trying to do the same thing as you in the same neighborhood or in the same local area, it's going to be very difficult to rank against them, especially if they've been doing it longer. And it does take much longer for that as well to start uh, hitting the ranks. But it is a viable option. And if the budget uh, omits it, then we will definitely try to, you know, try to get that going as well. So the AdWords, will, it's like a quicker solution than SEO, which will take a lot longer to rank higher. Um, you know, so, so that is, you know, uh, I guess something that you would recommend to businesses that want to increase, you know, their sales and cross sell and enter new markets. That's exactly what it is. So uh, AdWords PPC is essentially like, it's almost like an instant gratification where you put your budget in, we do the research, we pretty much tie the keywords together and build your ad copy and all that. Um, compared to SEO where it's organic and we're growing slowly and we're ranking your website organically, which you're not paying a budget for, right? Um, so AdWords is, is better because now you're, it's your budget and we're putting you up there first on Google within a, like, you know, within a week or so, right? Rather than three to six months. And how effective is social media, email marketing, all the other, you know, uh, different avenues? It, it all really does depend, again, on the industry. Uh, for email marketing, it does depend if you have an email list or you're already generating from your website emails um, to be sending these things out. Um, and as for social media, I believe every company should have a social media presence. It might not be something where you're posting, like, uh, vigorously four times a day, because your company just doesn't have that kind of, you know what I mean? You might have an electrical company and that doesn't really, you know what I mean? No one's really going on social media to see what kind of, you know, what kind of electrician you are. They might see what kind of jobs you did. You might get a lead or two from it, but it really depends on industry. I'd say mostly retail, fashion, the creative industries, uh, food, things along those lines. Social media is, is, is a powerful tool, super powerful. Uh, but then again, every company should have it. It just depends on how far you want to utilize it, depending on the industry. 
And, uh, you know, when you speak to your, you know, the leads that come in or when you're doing that consultation or for anybody who's actually listening, uh, what are some of the best practices for web design that, you know, people who want to go online or want to revamp their website, what should they be mindful of, you know, because we always hear about, you know, make sure your branding is consistent, make sure, you know, your logo is up to date and all of those different things. So some, what's, what are some of the advice you can give? So the biggest advice, the first thing you should ever think of when trying to get a new website, or if it's the first website, is your budget. Figure out what kind of caliber of website you're trying to get. Because I know the best websites you can possibly get are 10K plus. Um, and something very, very simple that you can probably make yourself. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of um, freelancers do this. You could probably get a website for 250 to 1000 But you're not going to get all the, all the things that you want. It's going to be very limited. Um, and then you might not know what to do after that. You might just have a website. The guy who got it for you is gone. And like, you know, you don't want to, you don't know what to do with the website now. So I would strongly suggest the first thing is figure out your budget. If you have a low end budget or if you're just starting out, um, you might not need an agency right away. You might just need to grow, get some sales. And then eventually, maybe in a year or two, you might need an agency to help you boost sales through your online presence. And that's where we would come in. Um, but before that, if your budget is, you know, on the lower end, I would strongly suggest looking at a Shopify or some of those other third party websites that you can do it yourself. Um, and just get something going, you know, get something going for yourself, show that there's proof of concept in your idea if it's a brand new website. Um, and then eventually when the money comes in, uh, when you're starting to be able to invest back into your company, you may need that $10,000 website with the marketing and a full year plan, right? You might need to go on a contract just so, you know, you want to hand that work over to somebody that's more um, people like us that we know what we're doing here. We'll take care of it um, while you're working on the things that made you successful in the first place, right? Um, Another thing is, is if you do go with a website uh, agency, like an agency for web design, just make sure that all the work, you, you look at their work, everything that they have is on par with the style that you want to go with. Because there's a lot of agencies that have different styles. Like we have a specific style that we go with. And whenever we get a lead or someone wants to get a website from us, they always let us know, like, we like your style. This is the style that we want. And they'll like point out certain jobs that we've done. And that's where we know we got them on the, the style that we present ourselves with, right? Um, Mobile responsive, that's a huge one. Just the fluidity, clean, precise, modern. Um, a lot of people like to go with the minimalistic look. Uh, a big suggestion I can give as well is when you go with the website, you'll notice the older websites will have essays worth of content, just content after content after content, which is good for some industries, for some businesses, because it's very content-based. But a lot of the times people will come onto your website, they wanna see the services you have, possibly how much is it, they want to learn a little bit more about the information and they're going to click that con call to action, right? Contact you or get that lead going. A lot, a lot of people, you'll see uh, some older school websites. When you look at it, um, they'll have just so much content that you're not going to read it. The, the average person is not going to read it. They just want to see what they get. Clean, concise contact. That's how it, that's how it should be. And that's how like, that's how when you look at um, just normal analytics for a proper working website, it should be very fluid. They should be coming on the website, reading, about, reading a little bit about it, going to the service they need. And it should just direct them to the uh, contact form, you know, or to the uh, phone number to call you guys. It shouldn't be just a, just a mess of content. I see that a lot. That's like one of the clients that we're working with right now. It's a, it's a plastic surgeon. He's up in Pickering. And uh, his old website was just, uh, just so much content. And he knew himself, like people were not reading this. We were looking at the analytics of his website. And it was about 15 seconds. They, on any given page, they were on there for about 15 to 23 seconds. And they would just call 
because all that extra content is just, you know what I mean? Save that content for when the customer calls you or when you're actually talking to the customer. That's, that's ammunition for you. That's how you sell. But if you're putting all your selling points on the website, what are you going to tell them when they call you, right? That's, that's a big one. True. Very true. You mentioned something important. You said it's got to be, you know, optimized for mobile. Yes, everybody is essentially searching for things on their mobile, whether they're in a certain area or just at home. I mean, no longer are you sitting in front of a computer when you're at home. You just have your mobile with you all the time. So how important is it to make sure that this optimization in mobile is is there? And, uh, and, and is that available on the lower end? Like, websites that you can do yourself i mean what's the difference in terms of essentially understanding what you get with going for a digital agency versus doing it on your own and having you know all these features available yeah so the difference is is that um, when you go with an agency you're going with uh, people that are actually experienced in the uh, industry right uh, they've done this with many different projects and they have they also have case studies to show um, compared to you trying to do it yourself with, let's just say like a Wix or a Shopify, you're kind of limited because you don't really know much about um, web design in the first place. It's usually drag and drop, right? It's usually something very simple where you can just click, move it over here, hit enter, and that's it. Um, and I think most, most, uh, if not all of them, all the third-party web design platforms, they do offer uh, mobile responsiveness. This is um, mobile responsiveness is very good for SEO as well. It actually helps out and. To be honest with you, if I'm to look at any given client that we have right now, um, I'm going to say on average, on a high end, about 40%, let's just say for any client, right? On a high end, it would be 40% of people visiting a, a one of our clients' website would be through mobile. On a lower end, it would be around 20. So that's still pretty good, though. That's still very good because... I mean, just, just like, let's just say you're out on the road, right? And you need to find something that you need to find. You'll just pop your phone open and search for the, you know, let's just say, I don't know, give me, you want to get furniture and you're in Toronto, you type, you know, modern furniture, Toronto, you're probably going to go to the first couple of, uh, you know, pages there on that first page of Google. And that website's most likely going to be uh, responsive. That's why they got ranked. Um, but yeah, most sites now, things have changed a lot, right? When we first started, not, no, nothing was mobile. The reason we got ranked number one is because we were like one of the first to be mobile. I remember we were like on the first page of uh, District 7 Digital because of our mobile responsiveness. And there was only like five of the guys who did this. And this was in 2013 when you had to actually build the website out to be mobile as well. Now, when you build a website on any of these platforms, it's just already responsive. Does that make sense? Right. It makes sense. So they, they, so the feature they have available and make sure that it's responsive and it's easy to read and all of that. Okay. So that's good. I mean, I guess the, the first hurdle is to make sure that people are getting online. I mean, just recently in May, um, Google Canada announced that it was going to invest like $1 million to help businesses get more online and offer them free, you know, um, support. So I guess the, like you said, the, the basic thing is get yourself online. If you, if you have a low budget, just make sure you use some of these tools that are available to you until your business is at a certain place where you need to do all these things. So now fast forward, let's just say, you know, everybody or almost everybody gets online. And now they're saying, okay, well, now they're fighting for, you know, online traffic and they want to do SEO, they want to do AdWords, they want to do social media and campaigns. Me, let's just say as an end user, all of a sudden I'm on my phone and I'm seeing ads pop up and I'm, you know, what happens? Like, how do you, and, and now like we've become so desensitized to watching ads. How do you make sure your brand stands out? It's trustworthy. So people feel comfortable, you know, dealing with you. 
you know, how do you stay consistent and stand out from everybody else who's trying to get attention online? Uh, well, the first thing is, is um, your online presence is the first impression someone will have, especially if they're trying to find a service that you have to offer. That's the very first impression before they even see you, before they talk to you, before they enter your store, it's going to be online, right? Especially in these days. Um, and that would be a big factor, right? Your, your website loads fast enough. Once they go on it, it looks like you have a twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 website, right? It looks like your company is rolling and doing very well. You know, have you ever had the situation where you, well, you're looking for a service or, or a product, you're on the internet, you're looking at a couple of different websites, you see this one site that's beautiful, they look like they do everything proper, everything's well written, and it's just uh, fluid, everything's easy to access, everything's there, but then you go to a, you know, a competitor for the same exact service or product, and then it's like, it kind of doesn't look as well, and you're just like, you know what, I'd rather right. call the other guy because they look like they know what they're doing, right? These guys don't look professional that I'm looking at right now. That's, that's, that's a big thing. Um, it's, a, yeah. it's a huge thing. Perception is huge in business, right? Um, yeah, that's that's a big thing. Like, for example, if it takes too long for it to load, like if the speed is too low or if, if it's not uh, you hard know, to find something. A button, right. It's hard to find something or if it's too much, if it's too wordy, like you said, too much content, like paragraphs of paragraphs or if it's if a, like you go to hit a button, it's not responsive. It's not loading. You get disappointed. You're like, well, I don't you know, then you just switch off and go somewhere else. That's, that's definitely the case. Exactly. That's usually how it is. Um, it's the experience, right? Uh, it's the first experience. And if it's not a good experience, it's kind of like walking into a store and the store's dirty, right? And then the guy's not really talking to you. You want to, you need help, but the person's not really asking you any questions. Like, do you need any help or anything like that? It's kind of like that, right? Compared right. to going to a site where like everything's easy to find. It's like, oh, that's where it is. How many times have you went to a site where you just wanted to contact them, but it's so hard to find the, the phone number? I was just like, going to ask that. Exactly. Or when you call them, you can't get a hold of them. Yeah. Um, like today I had to call a few places just to get a quote for something. And I, I decided to work with a company that actually picked up and decided to talk to me versus everybody else was like, Oh, send us an email and we'll get back to you. And, you know, so that's the other thing. So even though everyone's online, you still need to add the human factor. So when mm -hmm. people are contacting you, whether it's a chat button on your website, like a chat pop up, or you call their phone number that you should be able to get somebody. Yeah, I mean, um, that's the user experience. Sometimes, you know, you when you here's a good example, like, uh, let's say you have two websites, a user experience is different, you go into one website, and you send out a contact form. And then you know, you don't hear nothing, you don't you don't get a you don't get a, you know, a re reply back an automation reply or anything, you just, you just waiting now you just okay, hopefully that went in right compared to a site where you go through, it walks you through the whole steps. Uh, like It's almost like a storytelling website. Uh, as soon as you put in the contact information, you get and almost an instant, you know, uh, automated reply, letting you know they're going to be in touch with you within 12 hours or whatever it might be. Those, I prefer those over a website that's not, that doesn't have a good user experience, right? I don't want to go on there and it, you know what I mean? It just got to flow. That's, that's, that's the way, if you look at any of our work, everything there, like all the call to actions, everything, it all leads to the, to the contact form or the phone number, whatever you do, right? If you want to look at products or if you want to look at the portfolio, it's all going to lead for an inquiry at the end. That's what, that's what the goal is. Yeah, I've even seen when you're about to exit the website, a pop-up comes up and says, you know, stay in touch, give us your email, or we can contact you, like something. So, which I've been amazed because I don't see a lot of that. It's only like less than 5% I've ever seen it on websites where as I'm about to exit, it reaches out to me, you know, with a pop-up of how to stay engaged and stay in touch. So that's actually pretty good. Yeah, that's called exit intent. So when your mouse goes past the search bar, you'll have a pop-up come on just, just trying to say like, hey, before you leave, sign up for this free 
whatever so-and-so, right? So usually an incentive you'll offer just to get people to right. stay on the site and continue. Um, but yeah, that, that's a good one as well. Uh, it works. It doesn't work for all industries, uh, but it is very, very, very powerful as well. Yeah. And speaking of customer service and the human factor, when everything is online, um, you know, now there's reviews for every, like, you know, most businesses. So it's very easy for other people to read the reviews on how your customer services, how, you know, the consumer, you know, journey has gone and how they've been treated. And it's, it's, you decide whether you're going to work with somebody or not based on feedback. So that's another thing I think, you know, businesses online need to stay mindful of. Yeah, that's, 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 uh, that's very true. Um, especially for us as an agency. Uh, so what we've done with our agency, it's, it's more of a creative, uh, it's a digital creative boutique agency where we work with a, on a smaller scale, right? It's a, it's a small team. What we do is um, we work with about 20 to 30 clients a year. Um, what we did when we first started though, was we would work with anybody, right? But we learned through trial and error, different things. Did we change our business model probably uh, around 2015 ish? Um, we rather work with 20 to 30 clients that are going to pay us over 10 K for a project rather than a hundred clients for just a hundred dollars each. Right. Um, that way we can ensure uh, the best quality because we're not working with the whole world, right? We're not working with so many clients that we can't just deal with, you know, our current guys. So it ensures the best quality um, and it also, it, it, it gives transparency because we want to work with people that are on our level as well. Uh, we want to make sure that we both work well together. Um, when we get leads for our company, we don't, we kind of go through them. We kind of go through it to see if they are best fit with us as well. Um, we don't just say, Oh yes to everybody. Right. Because that's just, we don't believe that we should do things like that. Cause some guys might not be there yet. Right. They still have a smaller budget or it just doesn't make sense for them yet. They just don't need us. So we'll try to give them a direction to go. Um, for now until they're able to get to that point. But for us, we kind of go through it and there was kind of like an interview period where we talk to them and we want to see like, how are we going to, how is it going to be a good fit for both of us? How can we work well, both of us, right? Um, just so that we can ensure the best kind of quality of work. Well, yeah, absolutely. These are very important things. You know, it's been very informative letting us know about all the different aspects and, you know, how to get online and what to be mindful of and everything else to take into consideration. Now, if people who have, you know, questions or concerns, how can they reach you? Um, you can always email. Uh, if you would like, you guys can always email me directly at robin at district7.digital. Um, that's R-O-B-I-N at District 7 Digital. I'm sure there'll be a link to the website uh, on this podcast as well. So you can uh, probably find it over there. But if not, you can always just go to district7.digital or just Google District 7 Digital. Uh, it'll be there. It'll be the first one. Um, yeah. And you can also search up my name, Robin Singh. I think you'll see me on LinkedIn and some other social medias. But if there's any questions, email is best. Perfect. Thank you so much for your time today, Robin. My pleasure. And this has been Roll Call with Ramona Singh. Thank you for tuning in.